0: Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are speaking with online business manager, Fallon Moran. It was a great conversation as she really has tuned into her skills of seeing the organizational gaps that women, I'm gonna say women, and men have in their business because we're juggling all of the hats at the same time. And she not only dives in and shares lots of tools and tips with us, today we talk about standards and priorities, a very simple four point check system to know if it is something that you should be implementing in your business or if you should be asking or delegating that out. It's such a great conversation. She really believes that women deserve to have that organized structure in their business so that they can act on their priorities and actually make more money in their business. She has such a great, simple way to break it down to help you understand what is a priority in your business how to raise your standards. I love talking about standards and expectations and she really shares that with us. So I cannot wait to share this episode with you as well as wait till we get to talk about the notebook and what she has created. Welcome to the show today, Fallon. It's so great to have you on here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so excited. I think this is gonna be awesome. You and I actually had a conversation back in the fall. It was early. So I brought you into one of my coaching groups and they absolutely loved your call. So I've been looking forward to this for a while now.
1: Oh, good. Yes, it's just uh I'm so pumped. It's been a while. I know that the holidays kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, were quite a while, but they were so relaxing and so restful and so needed.
0: (laughs) And I, for all of us, I really think so. So tell us where you are from. I am originally from a little
1: town in New Jersey called Lincoln Park. Mm -hmm. Um, I was there for a while, and then um, we moved over to West Jersey, and then I moved to Pennsylvania for college um, before coming back home and starting my corporate career. When I started corporate, I started out in Morristown, um, New Jersey, and then I made a move, a really big move, Mm -hmm. to Colorado, and then I made another really big move to Prague in the Czech Republic. And then I came home. So I've been here ever since. So where is home right now? Um, Home is right now in Nutley, New Jersey. Jersey. Uh, It's about yeah, it's about eight or ten miles outside of Manhattan. So just to give you a little like a little idea of where I am, just Mm think of New
0: York City. (laughs) Well, it's awesome because I you know a lot of the people that I interview and have connected with because we're in the same mastermind, and Mm -hmm. so many of them are from the West Coast, and they're like, Mm -hmm. oh no, it's sunny, and and so uh, somebody from New Jersey is going to understand what the weather is like here today, right? Oh yeah, no, it's dreary. Gray, yeah, it's cold it's, it's cold. cold. <laughs> it is it is it's not too often. I get to talk to somebody who's on this side, so it's awesome. It's awesome. yeah. can can you share with us a book that has had an impact in your life?
1: Well, I feel like there are so many. <laughs> um if I had to choose one, I actually think that I would choose why Buddhism is true. And I know it's so like love it out of left field, right? But it was a very, it was a very good look at how the practices of mindfulness in Buddhism really apply to helping you center yourself and listen to your intuition and how it is really true like the the author goes into all the psychology behind it because he's a i'm pretty sure he was um a psychology major when he was going for his schooling and um it literally he relates all of that into buddhism and it's just it's such an interesting read i really enjoyed it
0: oh i definitely will be looking for that um i just got a christmas gift what my husband bought me was it's a zenergy light Mm -hmm. It may, you just made me think of it because it's the coolest thing ever, but you can set your, your alarm clock to go off and say, I want to pick nature. So for 10 minutes before the alarm actually goes off, the light slowly comes up and I can hear the birds and I can hear this. And then my alarm goes off and the same for night. Cause I love meditating at night to go a lot of mm-hmm. times you that to go to sleep to mm-hmm. shut the squirrel brain down and I will <laughs> use the nighttime and you can set a time and I can pick any sound. And then the lights coincide with going to sleep. So it's really trying to part of 2021 is putting mindfulness back into as much of my life to start the day and end the day with it. Oh my God. I want that. It's fantastic. (laughs) Like it's like, Oh my gosh. It's so funny. I didn't, he drove everywhere to find it. And because it was sold out everywhere. I I love it. I I can't say enough things about it. So. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So I will definitely look into that book. Do you have a mantra or a quote that really grounds you or brings you back to staying and keeping yourself on track.
1: I have an affirmation. I've really been into the affirmations recently. I really wasn't for quite a while because I was like, what are these doing for me? They're not but it's really it's using them the right way. Mm-hmm. So, I do have an affirmation and what I say is I can do anything I set my mind to. Mm. And that really grounds me because when I get into that ego reactive mode that I think you and I were talking before about yeah. that ego reactive mode, I'll just go. And it's like, it doesn't stop but until I say, wait a second, I can do anything I set my mind to. Like I've, I've done it before. Like you don't just pick up and move across an ocean, you know, like you have to set your mind to that. That's a huge task, especially when all of your family is an ocean away. Mm -hmm. So I just, I say I can do anything I set my mind to. And that really just brings me back to my center.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. It's amazing. People think that that's silly, but I cannot tell you how many entrepreneurs I have had in the show who all have a mantra or something that just brings them right back mm-hmm. and takes them out of that overwhelm. That's awesome. Yeah. What lights you up and drives you? Like what oh, keeps my you God. going? Oh, <laughs> big question.
1: Notes. I love notes. I love writing. I love journals. I love everything about lines and dots and books covers designs you name it i'm into it that lights me up it makes me so incredibly happy i actually i'm going to show you because this is just incredible for me like i i actually really love it i got a bullet journal mm-hmm. um for christmas and so i've been actually this is a card from somebody for new year's but i've been actually like tracking like my emotions my meditations i have a calendar all in here i have you know like the weekly setup and it works better for for me because a regular planner doesn't have anything for me to track my habits and where I have what I have in here is that I can track my spending habits I can track my writing habits I can track how many times I'm exercising during the month or how many times I'm traveling so I really like I am in love with it and I can color it and I can draw and I it's like just something I can be so super creative
0: with and super nerdy with. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love that. And I, I've seen the bullet journals. I haven't mm-hmm. used one myself before, but this is so funny for anybody who's listening to this. Now I'm going to go into, were you always like that? Because I know what you do for a living. We're going to get to you and your story, but were you yeah. always like that? I Yeah, I
1: actually do think so because my mom really started to get my brother and I into the habit of writing things down and keeping a record of things since like as far back as I can remember. She was like, oh, it was as early as first grade for you. She would get us these composition notebooks. And we, (laughs) we had to every summer write down every day what we did, how we did it for how long and like, just like keep a journal of it. And so like, I didn't realize, like, I really didn't realize until not that long ago that people pay good money for this stuff. People pay really good money for you to be creative. Like there are people who pay somebody like me to create their bullet journal for them and then Mm -hmm. ship it back to them.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that blew my mind when I learned about it. And like, it was when I first entered this mastermind, I was like, oh my God, I have this skill Mm -hmm. that so many people need. And like, it just, I like love it because this is exactly what I did. I actually posted on my Facebook today because I had these study notes from when I was in chemistry and I posted them on my Facebook and I was like, yep, 10
0: years later and I'm still doing the same thing. <laughs> that is so powerful. Um, I would love for you to share what is the name of your Facebook group and what you do. And I love this.
1: Yeah. What- so the, the name of my Facebook group is called the business blueprint for scatter brains. Mm-hmm. And in there, what I do is I just, I go in there and I deliver value all the time. And I, provide all of these female entrepreneurs with amazing pieces of information. I had one video up the other day. It was three out of the five R's for note-taking, because there are five R's for note-taking. I'll I'll give you the three. Um, review, record, and um, recite are three really important R's in note-taking. And like it could it's not it doesn't even stop there it's like what makes up a good note and how colors affect your notes what tools you should be using what tools you shouldn't be using even things including like wellness i'm i'm you know diffusing essential oils right now because there are certain scents that help you become more productive and focus better so like literally the whole gamut (laughs)
0: I I think this is really, really powerful. And I, I'm so grateful that you're here today because, and it's actually, this isn't going to air right now, but we're at the beginning of January. So we know how people are already like, Oh my God, I don't have my word yet. I don't have my script on. I don't have my vision board. I'm screwed. It's, no, it's January 4th. You're totally fine. <laughs> like you're yeah, completely fine. Yeah. But I like that we as humans put ourselves into overwhelm so fast that we just then stop what we're doing. So I like how what you're talking about is really helping people to be more organized in their notes, in their thoughts, in what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just
1: really a lot of it, is a dance with overwhelm because we're human. We're really never gonna beat overwhelm. We're really never gonna beat stress because that's our survival mechanism. Right. That's how we survive. And it's a it's a really elegant dance that you learn how to, you know, waltz in and you know how to dress up the right the right way when you're on the dance floor. You know, so like that's why I really think it's important to cover all aspects of it because wellness, what you're eating. If you're eating too much sugar, you're going to like bounce off the walls. You're not gonna be focused on anything. So like everything does play into keeping yourself organized, keeping yourself focused, productive, clear, and successful.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. What do you think is the number one or the top two mistakes that you see entrepreneurs make in mm-hmm. their business that actually stops them from growing their business?
1: Ooh, number one or number two? I think actually confidence in themselves would be my number one. And the reason why is because in our heads, we're like, oh, well, I just, I don't have the time, right? Like, I don't have my schedule, doesn't I just don't have the open availability for it? Like, I'm too busy. And really, you actually, kind of do, but you're, you're limiting yourself because you don't have that confidence in yourself yet. Mm -hmm. So I think definitely like self-belief limiting beliefs and um, that confidence is number one. Um, I think the second one would just be a lot of what I see is that entrepreneurs are so visionary that they have their ideas everywhere and they really just need to sit down for an hour and then put each thing where it goes. So like, it's kind of like cleaning up your room, right? Like you have Mm -hmm. these drawers where your shirts go and then drawers where your pants go. It's the same idea. Your content goes over here. Your to-do list goes over here. You know, uh, your finances go over there and, you know, maybe you have a CFO that takes care of those, Mm -hmm. right? So then you don't really even have to worry about them except for giving them access to all the things that you're maybe expensing or bringing in, yada, yada. But really sitting down and just categorizing everything can save you so much time. And I think it was actually um, Benjamin Franklin who said that an hour of organization is an hour earned because when you really think about it, you sit down and you really think about it, organizing yourself and getting things in the way that it is for you to be efficient allows you the time to hop on more client calls to make more sales and to bring more revenue into your business.
0: You've nailed it. Like that is absolutely nailing a lot of it. And I I can see it. I work with a lot of early stage entrepreneurs trying to build a business mm-hmm. and and I've been that person, so I totally own it is the fact that we try and do everything when really like our zone of genius is like this 40% over here, yet we're spending, you know, three quarters of our week on this other 60% that's not our zone. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to fall into the trap and think, but I'm not making enough money to help with these things over here. But if energy is the only thing we can do to grow our business, then how we choose to disperse that all day long is going to dictate how successful we are in our business.
1: Yeah. It is absolutely so valuable to just really look at your energy and where you're spending it because money is energy. Mm-hmm. And if you're spending your energy on things that are like negative to you, yeah. then they're not going to bring you positive energy back. They're just going to keep giving you negative energy back. So like that is a number, like one of my number one strategies for entrepreneurs is a higher out. I hired out my cleaning services and guess what? Now I make $200 a day. So like I'm making more money. Like I'm making my profit. I'm making my money's worth back. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense for me to hire out. I know it's like, oh my gosh, trust me. It's so, so scary. I know. Trust me. I know because like debt is so real. Like the fear of debt is so real, but I'm telling you, it makes your life so much easier when Mm -hmm. you don't have to deal with the things that you're not amazing at.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, you definitely nailed that. And that is something that I think all entrepreneurs need to hear or to understand that, mm-hmm. like I always say, we are the limiting factor in our business at all times. It's always mm-hmm. us. It's mm-hmm. how we bring ourselves to our business. So maybe that means our self-care is off completely. So mm-hmm. we're not even bringing good energy in or we're bringing our scattered energy in and unable to focus on 10 things moving at once. Oh, yeah. Bringing
1: intention into what you're doing is mm-hmm. so... So important because that intention sets you up for success. So when you, when you intend on creating content, let's say you have a content block in your, in your time, you know, your, your calendar for your maybe Wednesday morning, you go into that hour with the intent of I'm making maybe five videos. They're going to be 10 minutes each. I'm going to go over this material Mm -hmm. and then What happens? You do it. And guess what? Now you have 50 minutes worth of video that you can put onto YouTube, Mm -hmm. repurpose, Mm -hmm. make into a TikTok, make into a reel. And like, you don't even have to really do anything else. Like, you have all the content right there from one hour
0: because you went into that hour with intention. Mm -hmm. That is really powerful. I've seen you, you, you do a great job on reels. Oh, thank you. (laughs) No, and here's what I'm going to say. And I want to, I want to share this for anybody who does follow you. This is my, just my uh, uh, opinion is I see some people with the reels. They're so crazy detailed and good that what happens is some of us look at it and go like, I can't produce that. That's just Mm -hmm. crazy. Or they have a whole team. You've simplified the reels so much. I think in that you get so many good tips and messages across the entrepreneurs without being complicated. Well, yeah, that's
1: that's really what it's all about. I mean, we're we're going into the you know, attention span era of like a second. Mm-hmm. You you have to get somebody's attention in a second and if you don't, then that's it, they're gone. Like they ain't coming back, you know. So, it's really important to just get right to the point. Because if you don't just get right to the point and you, like, kind of dance around it like you're walking on eggshells, you're just going to get swiped right past. Be like, mm, later, bye. So that's why it's so super important to just get right down to business. Get right into it. Like, the transitions are great. I think that, you know, I saw one the other day where somebody drops their iPhone and then all of a sudden it, like, levitates back up into their hand. It's really cool how some content creators do that. And I love that. I would yeah. love to be able to do it. I know that it takes specific apps and you know, specific editing abilities to do it, but I don't have the time to sit on, you know, Pixart or Splice for me to be able to just like do whatever kind of creation that I want to do. Maybe down the road, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm, you know, a little bit better set up for myself. But for right now. People need to know all of these super important things about the strategies. Is the strategies is that's not a word. The strategies they need to implement, you know, and the things that are funny and exciting and that are going to help move them forward in their business.
0: Yeah. I'm so, I'm grateful you shared that. And if you're listening to this, I would strongly recommend you follow Fallon on social media, especially Instagram, because I do like how you've simplified the reels. And now all of a sudden we're getting bite-sized content in 10 seconds, 15 seconds. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's so, so good. So you talk a lot about standards and priorities. Can you give me, give the listeners some definition or explanation of the differences between the two?
1: Yeah. So, okay. So actually a lot of this came about and I have it right in front of me because this was such a pivotal moment for me back in 2017. I I wrote about expectations because at the time my boss was telling me that they had this expectation from me or, you know, of me to like get to this certain point and I really just felt like defeated. Immediately when somebody said that, you know, they had an expectation of me, I felt immediately defeated because it's like, well, how am I ever going to really know if I can get up to that particular bar? So I wrote, um, a journal, um, you know, entry about expectations and how really we shouldn't be setting an expectation. We should just be opening up ourselves to a particular standard and like, just kind of having something in the back of our minds for us to shoot for and not necessarily expect it. I feel like expecting is so just defeating. So yeah. So standards are just like, for me, it's just something that you hold yourself to, to really just fulfill it for you, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's your values, whether it's, you know, your, you know, Pillars, what you stand for. Maybe it's your spirituality. I don't know what it is, but it's different for everyone, right? So I know that my standards are knowledge, adventure, love, and meaning. So, those like, I have to incorporate some knowledge in what I do. I have to incorporate some sense of adventure that's a standard for me. So, going into what I do with that set of standards with my values makes it so much more exciting and like enjoyable for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. I think that that's a great definition, how you've done that. I actually did a podcast last year, and this is probably my most referenced one, a solo one. It was on standards versus expectations. And Mm -hmm. I actually did some research for this one. It was really interesting. And it's really helped me to change my thinking is that expectations are all future-based Mm-hmm. they are based on things that we can't necessarily control. And as humans, we're used to setting ridiculous expectations that we mm-hmm. can't measure and then mm-hmm. self-sabotaging ourselves that we can't get ourselves there. Whereas I always, now I've learned to change the wording and go, what are my standards? What are my standards for myself and my business, my health, my, what, what are the standards that I am going to live by? Because mm-hmm. that then creates your future.
1: Yeah, it definitely yeah. gets rid of all of that pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. And the expectations, it's crazy. It's I always use the example that when people come into Christmas, they always have, they get frustrated because Christmas didn't go the way that they wanted it to go with family. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you get together with these some of these people once a year, you don't always get along, yet every year you still set the expectation that it's going to be perfect. What if you yeah. don't set that expectation? What if you just go in and take it for whatever it is? So expectations can really make us... Amplify that we are our own worst enemy.
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) You really can. And like, if you open yourself up, then the universe can deliver. Mm -hmm. So, like, getting rid of that expectation is probably going to open you up to a lot more beautiful things to come your way. So, that's at least how I like to think about it.
0: No, I think that that's great. And especially as somebody who helps entrepreneurs who put so much on their plate, Mm -hmm. sometimes in a very self-defeating or self-sabotaging way, that doesn't leave room for anything to come your way. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't because then you're closing yourself off. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But- You did ask about priorities, and I do want to touch on that because I have a filter. I have a two-question filtration system. (laughs) I love it. Um, So the way that I ask myself if something is a priority is I ask myself, is this urgent and is it important? Because those are two different things urgency in the sense of time. Does this need to be completed within a very urgent time frame? And is it important for me to think through and provide really awesome value in? So that's how I figure out what is and what is not a priority. You can have a total of four answers. You can have yes, yes, for urgent and important. Yes, no, urgent, important. No, no, and no, yes. If it's double yes, you got to do it. That is a do task. If you have a double no, that's a delete task. You don't need to worry about it. If you have an important, it is important, but it's not urgent. That's when you delegate something out. And then if it's not urgent, but it is important, you have to decide if it's worth your time or if it's worth maybe your assistant's time. So.
0: Oh, okay. That is so, so valuable. I'm going to actually ask you, can you mm-hmm. give an example for, say, let's just use entrepreneurs because, again, we have mm-hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs that listen. Can mm-hmm. you give an example of taking a person through their priorities and the yes, yes, no, no answers?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to think of, I'm going to use my to-do list if okay. that's okay. Yeah, All right. Just because it's, like, a really, like, good example and I, it's just, like, it's right here. So, okay. So... today is cleaning day. So in the morning on Mondays, our cleaners come. So I have cleaned the sink. I have get the, you know, envelope ready and um, put the cleaning materials on our counter. Those are all yes, yes tasks because that is urgent. They had to be here at nine and it's important because if I don't pay them, they're not going to do the Mm -hmm. cleaning. right? Right. So that's, those are all yes, yes. Now, another example would be this decide one. And I'm going to use the decide bucket um, because I have a couple of tasks on here that I need to decide about. Um, My content is important, but there are other things like coaching calls, podcast recordings, you know, other things that are more urgent. Mm -hmm. So those are tasks that I'm deciding to move to my Tuesdays and Thursdays since I have more time available to create content on those days. So I actually blocked off just before you and I hopped on. I just blocked off an hour on my Thursday this week so that I can create content because I don't have to worry about the cat. She's got to go to the vet. So that's an example of a decide task. Now I have another task. And it's the laundry. It is not important for me to do. It's not generating money in my business at all, but it's urgent because otherwise I don't have any clothes, right? So I actually delegated it to my boyfriend because (laughs) he has the car, he has to go to work. So I told him, take the clothes on your way to the laundromat so that I don't have to do it. And I can hop on the podcast recordings and I can, you know, put out all the freebies and put out all these, you know, Mm -hmm. other things that I need to create for my business. I have calls, I have, you know, connect calls, I have Zooms, I have coaching calls for myself. So there are so many other things that I need to get to that I was like, I'm going to
0: delegate this one to you. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is really good. Thank you for sharing that. And I love the four ways that those priorities can be done. I definitely will be implementing that because the one thing I've my word for this year, I don't know if you've picked words, but you know Mm -hmm. how we, again, if you haven't picked one by the beginning of January, you're in trouble, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) is flow and ease. If it doesn't fit with flow and ease for me, then it's no. And that's, and that's just a really way I've decided that because I've been the pusher, the reactor, all of those things, those skills have served me very well in many points in my life, but they will only take me so far. And the goal is to work in flow and ease this year so that if it's not a hell yes, it's no right now. It's just no, yeah. no judgment, no nothing. Yeah. So I love how you've worded that and being able to focus that. Where do you see intention wise your business going this, this year? Wow. Big question. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no
1: idea that my business would be really where it is right now um and really i say that because i decided 3 weeks ago like it really wasn't that long ago to create a notebook and i decided to contact a manufacturer and send them all my designs and now i have a printed notebook it's printed today it ships out tomorrow so i'm really super excited but i don't know that i can really predict the exact certain future of my business but what i can say is that no matter what, I want to be able to help people get organized and enter into a state of flow for what it is that they're doing. So, I think the only thing that I can really know for certain is that I'm going to run my business this year. And I have picked out a word because, you know, it really, I actually really didn't pick it out. It kind of just came to me. Yeah. I am going to run my business in such a way that I trust my instincts and I trust Mm -hmm. my intuition because if it isn't going to jive with me, it's really not going to go anywhere. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. And (laughs) of course, again, like it was a a money, it was like an energy thing. Mm -hmm. And I was delegating my energy to something that was sucking and draining it out of me and it, I wasn't seeing returns in every other aspect of what I was doing. I, like I was coaching in a rowing club and it's completely not related to my business at all. Like maybe just a little bit because rowing gave my life structure and like I am all about structure. But I was coaching at this rowing club and because it was draining me, because the people said certain things about me, because of the expe- the expectations that were had of me, I was I was getting so just drained in every single other area of my life, so I decided to just listen, like tune in, and I was like, "This isn't serving me anymore. This isn't allowing me to prosper anymore. If anything, it's only continued to drop." And so I decided to just really tune into that little voice and say, "Like, okay, this is time for me to go. Like, I I, I've done my time. It's time for me to leave." And because of that. It opened up the floodgates with my notebook, mm-hmm. so that's the only thing that I can really truly know for my business this year that it is going to be 100% led on
0: that intuition, like it, like you said, that flow and that ease. Yeah, it's def, it's it's such a they're powerful words, and I I like how you said that it's almost like trust chose you. Like that was something that I didn't sit down and go, I got to figure out a word. I just went, okay, what am I missing? What is the one thing that I am not embracing? And it was like flow and ease. It's just really Mm -hmm. simple. It's flow and ease. It can be easy. My Mm -hmm. coach said to me one day, she says it can be easy. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. it can be easy. Okay. Then that's like, that became the way to focus on it. I love that. So tell us about what your notebook is. Oh, wow. Okay. So the notebook
1: is the action oriented notebook. That is exactly how I created it and why I created it because so many women I have found in the entrepreneurial space struggle to know what to do out of their notes and what to do with their notes. So I created the notebook so that they can jot down their ideas on one side. And then on the other side, I have actually like a to-do list already preset up for you so that you know what to do out of those notes. But not only that, I took it a step further because I was like, what happens is, is those notes go everywhere, right? So I put in another section to create a little bit more structure so that when somebody, because we always hear about books and we always hear about websites and we always hear about people and where they are on social media. I put in another area so that you can put in all of that important information and not just like look at your notebook and be like, who is this person you know or, or like what is this book title or like who you know like that way you know like this is an important per- like an important thing to go check back on mm-hmm. so i pre created the action area that important information area and then i actually put in a table of contents in the beginning of the notebook so that you wouldn't have to do it like set aside pages because you do have to set aside a few pages, especially, you know, if there's no contents table contents in there. So I just pre did it for you so that you can just easily write everything in and what page it's on.
0: (laughs) Okay. So the, the, organizing part of my brain is like absolutely Mm -hmm. geeking out about this stuff I love this stuff absolutely love it and I think it's it was listening to a podcast this morning talking about all the different dharmas and your your archetypes and who Mm -hmm. you are Mm -hmm. and it was so fascinating you made me think of it because you know you can be that fire person you can be that like go with those ideas you Mm And you can be the visionary or the airy person who, not areas in like, you know what I mean? Areas in, yeah. they come up with all kinds of ideas. But right. if You don't use the tools or partner with people who can put structure to your ideas. You're never bringing them to life. Oh yeah. So we all need, especially as entrepreneurs, because there'll be times where I was, you know, I was doing a podcast the other day and my husband said something. I'm like, no, I was going to delegate it to my staff member, but she's not here yet. It's just me. <laughs> To be right. Like we have, like you take on a lot, you wear a lot of, a lot of um, shoes when you are an entrepreneur. So I love how you are simplifying the process and helping them to bring more of their ideas to life.
1: Yeah. Well, it's really important to recognize, you know, those shoes, those hats, however you want to call it, because what you will do is you will, as the entrepreneur, as a CEO, take all the tasks because you want your business to succeed. Yeah. But that's where like an, an OBM or a COO comes in mm-hmm. because they're like, you'll hold the phone. You ain't taking that. That's got to go over there and you know it. You know, like that is that person, like you were saying, because there are people who have those personality types that they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. I'll just do this. It's OK. I'll take it. no. Because we know what's going to happen after we know you're going to explode on some random person down the street at like, you know, lunchtime, because you didn't get your sandwich at like two o'clock instead of like, or 12 o'clock instead of two o'clock, because, you know, you, you took that extra task and you delegated another two hours to it, you know? So it really is important to be able to distinguish and differentiate. And I love how you said that too, because I think, um, Someone in my, one of my programs was saying how there are different colors for each different Mm -hmm. person and like what they're good at. I think she said that for, I think it's like dominant extroverted people, their color is like red and then for organized people, it's like yellow. I don't remember, I think blue and then green were the other ones. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like that remind, when you said that, that immediately reminded me of that.
0: Yeah, I actually, um, I was in a workshop once where we did that and I know that there is, it's completely escaping me right now. There is an actual title for it about the colors and knowing which one you are and mm-hmm. understanding. So the, the issue becomes that sometimes in business, we go and bring on help of people who are exactly like us when argue. actually they shouldn't be anything like you because mm-hmm. we want somebody to think differently, to see it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. because
1: you need it. Because if you don't have somebody to see things differently, then how are you going to be able to like see all the other options? Because I like to think of it as a picture, right? Mm-hmm. So we have these like big, huge pictures. Maybe it's like a Van Gogh or a Monet. I don't know. Whatever you want to think of it. You look at the picture and you're like, oh, the moon is so pretty. Like Let's say we're talking about star night, right? The moon is so pretty and the colors are so perfect, but There's probably a ton of detail in those little spikes that, you know, certain colors aren't going to pay attention to and other colors will. Mm -hmm. So that's really, truly important because now you're getting all of the information for your business to just not only thrive, but just scale at an imaginable rate. I was listening. I don't know if you know of the app Clubhouse,
0: Oh, I I just got, I just got bumped in and I looked at it quickly and I was like, okay, that was overwhelming. So I just shut it down. It is. Yeah, it
1: really is. But I'll tell you what, there are some rooms that are so incredibly valuable. I was listening to, I think the room was, so it was like, you want to run a million dollar business. And I think it was Grant Cardone. Don't hold me mm-hmm. to it because I can't remember exactly who said it because there were just so many amazing people on that panel. But he was like, in order for you to scale past a certain number of figures, I think it was seven that he said, you need to incorporate systems. You need to get your business organized because that's really the only way that your business is going to scale that high.
0: So I, I, it yeah.
1: just blew my mind.
0: That's that's really powerful. I've, I've asked myself a question Many times in as I go through in business and where I've gone even in the last year, it's like if I 10x my business right now, Mm -hmm. could I maintain this? The answer is like no. It's not like, the, it's so how do we build our systems so that we can scale mm-hmm. wherever we are in our business? And it, it yeah. comes down to systems, doesn't it? It's really comes down to systems.
1: It does. And it does come down to systems. And I even think it just comes down to the work on ourselves, mm-hmm. because if we don't do the work our, on ourselves, then we won't realize what to incorporate and what to, you know, really create for those systems, because we're going to hold ourselves back. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like a catch twenty two, I guess you could say. Like it's it's a it's a dual sorted kind of yeah um, topic because you have to not only be able to grow yourself, you have to also be able to grow what you create and grow what you need to get out there. So that requires those systems. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's great. So how do we find your notebook and where is it available? Yeah, so
1: the notebook. Um, you have to message me right now because they're being shipped tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you can find me. I'm on Instagram. My handle is at Fallon K Moran. Um, if you're not on Instagram, you're on TikTok. You can find me on TikTok. My handle there is just my name, Fallon Moran. No middle initial there. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, the Business Blueprint for Scatterbrains is my my group. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Clubhouse. I'm also on Clubhouse as well. And I'm really just trying to like get to the point of like hosting a room so I could drop this kind of, you know, information in there too and help people that are on that app out as well. So I am on all four of those platforms. I want to get a YouTube started, but that's a
0: different project for somebody who's not me. (laughs) And (laughs) I've said the same thing. Somebody said, are you going to do YouTube, your YouTube and Pinterest? I'm like, yes, someone else will be doing that at some point. Exactly.
1: Not yeah. Not me. Yeah. Yep. There will be a person in the very near future who will be doing the Pinterest and the YouTube because I know that you need to be everywhere this year. Um, so that's where you can find me. And yeah, just message me the word notebook if you know, you're interested in learning more about the notebook. I also have a bundle that I created and it's all for and all about clarity and success because That is like one of the biggest things that women struggle with too. When they enter into their office space and they have, you know, books everywhere and they have pens everywhere and sticky notes everywhere, they don't have that clarity. It's all cluttered, right? So I created this bundle with an energetic clarity, um, a couple of energetic clarity products in there. So I have a citrine crystal. And that helps create clarity and success and abundance. And then I also included an incense kit, which really just helps you cleanse the space and get really super clear so that you can focus and hone in on what you want to create and how you want to do it. Get clean, like literally actually clean your space, you know, mm-hmm. cause all the little dust comes down and yeah. So I'm super excited. It also includes a pen because penmanship and writing is so super important. Like actually being able to read what you wrote is like half the battle. <laughs>
0: I'm laughing only because I have been journaling faithfully every morning. this Mm -hmm. morning I was so mad because I'm like, where is my pen? Who took my pen? Because there's a certain pen. So I grabbed another one. It was like, nope, don't like how this writes. Like it was just this, it's a pen. But I do have a certain pen that I do like to use, especially when I'm doing more writing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's super important, especially because some of them flow and there's, you know, the ink and then some of them are hard. So, you know, it's a ballpoint and. I love it.
0: I love it. I want to ask you what impact do you want to create in the world?
1: Ooh, good question. I like that question. I I want to create the impact for people to know that they can live freely and they can impact others. Mm. I I want people to know that I want them to feel inspired to do it. Really like I want them to be able to learn how to get themselves organized to do those things because I think myself included, a lot of what I crave is the freedom to be able to do something. And I know that because I can get myself organized, I can create that time. Mm -hmm. So I think those would be definitely like the two or three things that I would really like to see impacted on people. I love it. I love it.
0: I have one more question for you. And um, it's just, it's really simple. What Mm -hmm. lesson in life are you most grateful for? I
1: am so super grateful for the lesson of you have to spend money before you make money. Mm. I am so super grateful for it, especially during a pandemic. And the reason why is because the financial situation, while it may not be stellar, taught me so much about money, taught me so much about business, taught me so much about how to deal with business, how to create business, how to not create business. So Those two things combined really were my biggest and best lesson in my life so far. I could say, you know, go after your dreams or, you know, do this, but taking something that can really hold you back, like a global pandemic, and using it to your advantage, that is a valuable lesson.
0: Oh, isn't that so good. And you're going to hear people who are listening to this and say, okay, but how do you spend money when you don't have it? How do I, do do you have any words of advice for anybody who might be, you might've triggered something in them right now, which is great because we only change things when we recognize them.
1: Yeah. I would say, because trust me, I was in this position and I'm even still currently in this position. Don't look at it as spending money. Look at it as making an investment number one. Number two, it's another form of abundance. It's not spending money. It's using your abundance to create more abundance. Mm -hmm. So it's really a lot of it is in how you frame it. Because I could have easily said no to producing my notebook because I am $30,000 in debt, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. I said, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to become. And this is where I want my business to go. And I know it's going to come back to me. Mm -hmm. Guess what? We're not $30,000 in debt.
0: Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's really, really valuable Mm -hmm. because it all depends on what we focus on. And Mm -hmm. if we have, we all have debt in some way, shape or form one of my mentors had said to me, I want you to start actually looking at your bills. Now I write on my bills all the time. Like, thank you for the zero balance. Thank you for the decreasing balance Mm -hmm. all that time. So that's my focus. But she said, I want you to actually look at if you have paid for coaching or mentoring, look at it and love that you are investing in yourself. Not, oh my God, it's gone. It's not gone. Mm -hmm. You're just reinvesting that back in yourself. So it's all the stories that we tell ourselves. And I know that this is a scary time. I do understand we can choose to focus on that, or we can choose to focus on what we are creating and Mm -hmm. how we are setting ourselves up. This is a time, if there was ever a time to start to build an online business, it is hundred percent now. It is one. I mean, it was actually like six months ago, but it still is now. It still is now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred thousand percent. And, you know, I think it's just there's another book and actually you're reminding me of it. Um, you are a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. Great book. She talks about exactly that. And like, it's not wanting, it's not needing, it's Mm -hmm. creating, it's having, it's getting to do certain things or create certain things, you know? So like really a lot of it is just those simple steps to just you know, focus on the good parts of it and be like, focus on like, you are doing this for you. Mm -hmm. And another really awesome thing that I just want to share really quickly is that I am so super proud of my boyfriend because he decided to invest in himself and his realtor's license in this past, actually he did it on new year's day. And he is like so much more in debt because he has so much more student loans than I do. But he is like, I really want to do this. And I don't know where else to like go. What do you think? And I was like, well, what what do you what does your heart say? He's like, well, I want to get my realtor's license. I was like, you should do it. Yeah. And he literally had that much left that he was able to afford the classes for him to go take his realtor's license. And I guarantee you that once he gets that license, it's going to 10x mm-hmm.
0: his return. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just wanted to say that.
0: Because no, it's awesome. I mean, obviously, yeah. shout them out. It That's the thing into it, you mm-hmm. know? We are investing in our future selves and where we're going. Mm -hmm. not where we are right today, but we do have to believe that that is possible. And that is what we are creating. And yeah, I love that you shared that. I will make sure all of your information is available, where to find the notebook, what to do. If you are listening, um, Fallon's free Facebook group is really powerful. She gives tons of videos and clips and tips for you to not be so scatterbrained in your own business and life. Not just life, not just business, right? Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if we are in that scattered space, chances are very good, it's everywhere in your life.
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, that is exactly
0: right. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. This was a great conversation.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This is so super fun. And I'm just, I'm glad I could
0: deliver all of this for you and your audience. Tons, Tons of value, absolute tons of value. Thank you so much. Yeah.